And I... So, as you see this uh, massive worm crash down into the sand and uh, disappear, um, you hear Osmar and Yara come up from de- the the deck, uh, from below deck, and they uh, say, uh, "Bad news." Some of the wood is spoiled and rotten through. We're not going to be able to use some of it for repairs, and we're not going to have enough. Uh, okay. We're uh, and like right now, is this worm like swimming around in the sand in front of us, or is it? Just- uh, yeah, pretty much. You see the sort of outline of this thing as it slowly just disappears. The outline kind of gets smaller and smaller as it goes deeper and deeper. Before I do anything else, I am going to bamf Tulip to the pocket dimension and bamf him back to me. <laughs> okay. Tulip pops up on your head. Wow, what happened? <laughs> what happened, Father? You were eaten, Tulip. It was horrible. It is all right. We will seek vengeance. Yes, Father. I crave blood. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll we'll definitely need to sort out the wood, everyone. But uh, if we're gonna get any, there's a little bit of a snag in the. There's there's something out there in the sand, as as we just saw. You you didn't see it there, Osmar and um, Mansa, which I still don't know her name. Uh, <laughs> uh it's. It's going to be difficult to get this equipment. Is there also our other uh, explorer crew that we've just rescued after they all fell? Because we, we, like, fell off the ship, got back up, and then it's been, like, maybe five minutes of us, like, doing all this hustling since we crashed, right? Yeah, pretty much. Everyone saw that, right? It wasn't just me? No, there's worms. Yes. It, um, it ate my boy. Do I have any passing knowledge of my time while I was in Tamim or anything? Uh, I think, because Tamim's sort of uh, sandy and stuff, right? Correct. Yeah, do I have any passing knowledge of my time in Tamim of these sort of whatever this was? Yeah, you can certainly roll a... Uh, can I roll with History... His, uh... Or nature, roll a nature, and you can roll a nature as well, uh, Deanne, if you'd like. Okay. Because yeah, you're you're essentially you spent a lot of time. That is new to me. <laughs> uh, Oma, you are familiar. Uh, yeah, Geth, you like you said, that's totally new to you. You were sort of on the outskirts. You stuck to like the cities. Um, for trade purposes, you didn't really like go into the deserts. Oma, you have been through the deserts. You have crossed the great sand dunes on Camelback and have witnessed the majesty of something similar to these creatures firsthand. Um, yes, these seem to be what the locals called 
pull it out here. Where are you, buddy? These uh, seem to be giant sandworms. I kind of look at all of them, and I, I, I look at Gas, and I'm like, I've, I have seen these uh, when I came through Tamim. It's they're giant sandworms. The worms, they're giant. <laughs> Are there many of them, or do they just sort of keep one on one by themselves? Oh God, do they travel in pods? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know that they often do not. They're an aggressive species that tends to just lash out on anything because they're blind. And so they tend to travel alone. You do know that they like to come into like, uh, during mating season, it's like a snake pit. Where they all just get together into a puddle and fuck. Okay, well, I, I look around it. Like I, I kind of like, normally they, they, you know, normally they're just by themselves. And I kind of like peer over. I'm like, it doesn't look like they're frisky, so I don't think that there's many of them here. Oh. I, oh. Perfect. Is there any, are they, oh goodness. How do we get Datu back? Oh no. Uh, in, unless you go into his mouth. <laughs> I mean, How strong I, are they? I mean, can we fight it? I mean, would I know any kind of tactics other than you, you don't I go mean, near them? <laughs> there, are, there are tactics um, in Tamim where people will uh, essentially, like, harpoon it and, like, drag it out from out of their burrows. Sort of like that scene from um, um, Oh god, I'm blanking on the name. It's it's a very famous uh, it's a fascist parody with Neil Patrick Harris and they're on like oh. the worm world. Uh, Starship Troopers. Yes. It's like that scene in Starship Troopers where they're dragging the final big brain worm out and they have like a bunch of like uh, ropes and stuff. That's essentially how they try and deal with it, but it's pretty fast and it's huge. Uh, this this is uh, a huge monstrosity, so it takes a lot more than it's going to take a lot more than just five or six people. Um, I have an idea. Uh, um, could I borrow that bag of holding? I'm assuming Jewel's the one who has it, right? What was she the one still carrying it? Sure, oh, she'll she hand was. it over if she's got it, yeah. Alright, uh, he'll start ruffling through trying to find the largest chunk of all the metal that he's bought. Okay. Um, how big of a chunk do I find? Honestly, it, for my plan, it I mean, doesn't have to be too big, but... I don't think it would be that big. I mean, you... you... Uh, roll it. Yeah. Roll it. Roll a d4, and throw two two d4s for me. Nice. <laughs> wow. All right. You find a four by four, four feet long, four inches thick, four inches wide. I don't. Four feet wide. It's, it's <laughs> big boy. All right. I'm gonna start 
while dragging this over to Gath. All right, you, you're very good at teleporting, right? I'm capable of it, yes. Well, I'm going to need you to be baked. <laughs> How so? What do you mean, Rosebud? I didn't kill Tulip that often. Yes, but we never very... forget. No, that seems very extreme. Let us kind of go back a couple of steps. Why do you want Geth to be baked? Well, if the plan would work, this is a very big slab of metal. I get it to swallow it, and in the moment it swallows it, I cast heat metal, burning it from the inside until it dies. Oh. Like, reaches out, like, pats Rosebud on the head. I like this plan. This sounds like a a very smart plan indeed. I... (laughs) I think that is a fairly good idea, actually. At least... At minimum, it might get them to spit up Datu. Uh, how long does heat metal work? It works for a full minute. So for a full minute, it would just be burning through its guts. Hmm. I don't really think it's a good idea to be using bait unless... We have good assurance that the bait does not stay inside the worm. Well, actually, I feel like this isn't a bad idea. Um, I wouldn't necessarily have to be the bait, though. I, I have been tinkering a little bit lately, and with a little bit of preparation here, I could potentially just distract Alma, you said that this creature mostly is blind? Yes. So theoretically it'll attack anything that's on the surface, is that right? Yes. So if I were to I don't know, have Lavender and you just toss this piece of metal onto the surface in front of our ship, it may go for that if it has some sort of rhythmic beating like my mage hand, for example. I could I could have my mage hand scrunch the grass or, or the uh, sand, right? Yes, if you beat on the metal, I, I imagine it would reverb. Hmm. There's... I, Russ, but I think this is a good idea. I I could probably just animate it to bring it out and make it move along the sand. Without me getting in the way, is all I'm saying. <laughs> but weren't you the one who was talking about saving resources? I suppose. I suppose that is true. Besides, it would be good if you used your teleportation for good rather than evil, as you have before. Oh, the dagger. <laughs> right there. <laughs> I told you he wouldn't forget. <laughs> he does not forget, and he does not forgive. You are right. Do we not have a weapon on the front of this ship as well? I thought we did. Uh, uh, I um, yeah, I believe I think you had Pedro. some... Didn't you say we had some kind of like, um, like large crossbow type thing? You Could we did. not heat the metal ballista. on the crossbow and just use it to shoot a bolt out? 
how far? We could just shoot it into the sand there. Or even just Rosebud's throw it. idea in. was, you know, having it eat the item because, you know, then it would be doing damage from the inside. I, I don't think if we hit this thing on its skin, it's not going to do near as much damage. I can carry this, like, four foot two by four of metal, right? It's not, like, too crazy heavy. I suppose it depends on the what kind of metal it is, but four feet by four feet, it's I mean it's it's heavy, but you can probably carry it. Yeah, you're a, you're an adventurer. Okay, Just pick it up briefly. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right, well, where where is the thing? Uh, let's try. I, this. I will say maybe you you can't run for very long with it, um, like half speed. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, I just uh, I would say maybe you wouldn't be able to run. For a long period of time with it. That's you can, fair. You know, in the context of like a minute, you can run with it without it taxing you. Uh, okay, let's let's try this, Rosebud. You're right. I did say let's try to avoid resources, but I would like to see where that thing is before I even remotely explore this. Oh, oh I'll be all right. I I won't be too far. Um. Let's see here. Uh, in fact, who's stronger than me? Hmm. Me. <laughs> just a second here. I'm just reading something in my mental notes. Oma, if if you're uncomfortable with me going, and you'd be okay with throwing this thing, I can actually... I've been recently exploring teleporting not just myself uh, with some of my magics. Damn. I could target you. All right. I suppose you'd be faster than I am as well. This is still risky, don't get me wrong, but... Uh, you just need to place it. Like, honestly speaking, if we don't have it attack you and you just run back that would be the best case scenario we just want to place it about 30 feet out could we almost throw it that far do you think Rosebud? Uh, with my strength could i throw it that far pedro probably with your strength 30 you feet yeah people helping. people shop put heavy objects although these god see i don't know how heavy the okay pedro <laughs> let's put your real world brain aside Big chunk metal big. It might be hard to throw very far. <laughs> but you strong. And just give me a strength check. <laughs> Alright. You strong. If you can't throw it that far, we can retreat. Can I it use uh, athletics instead? You would only be able to use, well, athletics. I would say you wouldn't be able to use, like, acrobatics. No, oh. that's what I was saying. It's like, can I use athletics? Yeah. Yeah, this is like the definition of athletics. Damn. Even with rolling an 8. Uh, with a 16, you can get it far. Um, I kind of want to throw it like a frisbee. Go. <laughs> uh, the longest... Okay. With a 16, you can... You could probably throw it around 30 feet, yeah. That's... So people, apparently, the longest shot put thrown by a man was 75 feet. So... 
You could pro- I mean, you're not going to be able to throw this thing 75 feet because it's bigger than a shot put mm-hmm. ball. But you could you could throw this thing Frisbee up. 30 feet. Yeah. Sure. All right. D&D, I'll allow it. <laughs> Oma, that... Uh... To remind me to never get on your bad side. You see her kind um, of like holding the back. She's mm. like, I think I pulled something. Hang on. It, oh. <laughs> uh, normally it goes faster, longer, but I'm a little stiff. Uh, I will have to take a look at that maybe later, but uh, okay. Um, I summon my mage hand and begin rhythmatically smacking the piece of metal and looking over to uh, Rosebud, and I'm not making it invisible, I'm just actually just doing a mage hand, uh, and basically tapping on it, like, dun-dun, wait a second, dun-dun, wait a second. You know, swarms. And Rosebud will, at that point, uh, prep heat metal. Sure. So you prep heat metal. Because he's pretty pissed at this worm for eating that. Okay, at level four, alright, so... Uh, it's 1d8 above every level of, of upcast, right? Yep. So, when uh, it falls, it will be taking 48 per turn. 48 per turn, okay. So, uh, you uh, rhythmically bump, 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 and it doesn't take long at all for you to hear the familiar rustling of the sand. And you uh, hear this thing um, come up, and you see the sort of sand trail sort of peek up like a shark fin a little bit, and then peek back down. As it gets closer, I start doing it a little bit faster. Sure, sure. Um, You've definitely got its attention. Um, You said, yeah, 30 feet away from the ship, so... It's a good thing that you didn't uh, throw it right next to the ship, because I I absolutely would have penalized you for that in all the wrong ways. (laughs) Um, So this thing comes up, boom, uh, and tries to eat this thing, and you cast. So go ahead and and cast uh, Heat Metal at fourth level. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm going to roll... Actually, yeah, why don't you roll for the first round? Uh, roll. Okay, here's the thing. Um, if I swallow it, I can throw it up if I do more than 30 damage in a single turn. Okay, so as long as I don't do 30 damage in a single turn, so I can with, with what is it, 48? Mm-hmm. You can reach 30 damage if I'm not mis. Yeah, you can. First, so, first, that's thirty-two, twenty damage total. So okay, so twenty damage. Uh, this thing cries out in pain uh, as it's trying to swallow this metal that's hot. Um, I'm gonna roll an intelligence. It's probably not gonna be. What kind of damage is this? If I Fire. might ask, fire. Mm-hmm. It's got heart okay. okay. Real bad heartburn. And mm-hmm. this is technically magical fire, right? Yep. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. It does it does cause fire damage though, which is yeah. a little bit different. 
Pure but it's fire. not a magical. This seems like a magic. It is. If yeah. you, if it you is look, a spell. Yeah, it's right. But because of the particular, it the heat metal spell is for cooking person that that's in the metal specifically mm-hmm. as fire damage. Yeah, it's it's definitely offensive spell. Yeah. Can you just drop heat metal for me, please? Of course. Because it can set your stuff on fire. Nice. Oh. Uh, and any attack rolls and ability checks, if it can't manage to drop it, uh, have disadvantage. Until the start of its next turn, where I will do this again. <laughs> yeah. I figured you'd just do it until it dies. <laughs> yep. If it lasts that long. Don't eat my boy. <laughs> my newest champion, and he got eaten in five freaking minutes. It's time for vengeance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this doesn't... S- <laughs> I... I guess this is technically... Ma- so, here's the here's the real... This I thing has damage resistance to fire. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm... I, this is like a gray area because like... But it's on the inside versus outside. I would see it on the outside because it's basically like sandpaper going through sand. You're having a lot of friction and a lot of heat. But would it be on the inside? Would he be as sensitive? Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. I could see it not necessarily... Well, no, here's the thing. I... I am privy to say that this is magical fire damage. But this isn't like... Sorry, in regards to that, does it say anything like uh, resistance to fire that isn't magical or something like that on the stat block? This says fire, and then it lists a bunch of it, and then it says at the end, from non-magical attacks... And I'm not sure if it's all of those oh. from non-magical attacks or That's, just the last one. It's probably the physical, like piercing, slashing, uh, bludgeoning Blood damage. Change. And fire is generally is just treated as its own damage type. I don't think there was ever a difference between magical fire and normal fire damage. Okay, so then, I mean, okay, so from behind the scenes, this would be at half damage. Yes. But you don't know that. Okay, that answers my question. I still got ten turns, so... (laughs) Sure, yeah, I I figured we're just gonna do this until the thing dies. I do like Oma's uh, point, or Deanne's point, that, well, it might be fire-resistant on the outside, but is it fire-resistant on the inside? Maybe it eats fire elementals for breakfast, we don't know. Yeah, This doesn't specify... While I do agree that that is a logical analysis, (laughs) this is also D&D. Uh, yeah, the stat actually. block doesn't say where the resistance ends. Ignore that. Yeah. Doesn't mean to click that. And it, it's so. like you said; it is possible that they're they're consuming things that are extremely hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, okay. Thank you for bearing with me. All right. So this thing takes twenty damage. Let me start uh, whittling down its health. Go ahead and roll again. Keep rolling until um, you hit thirty-two. Until you hit thirty. There's or... a couple things that I would like to have happen in between these rolls. Okay. If we're sort of treating it like combat. So 
narratively, Geth is getting Mansa, Osmar, or actually, no, Geth will just go with whoever knows how to use it, Jewel, to unload and get that freaking harpoon thing ready. Just wanted me to quickly roll my 10 just so that you have it there. Unload it? What do you mean? Lo- you unload it on this it. thing? No, oh, like to, to load get, the um the basilisk. Ship, yes. Yeah, yeah. If if it's possible to aim at this thing, I would like to get that ready. <laughs> okay. Well, you absolutely can't do it. Obviously now because it's gone under again. But Correct. if it pops up again, you absolutely can like prepare an action to shoot this thing. So, Jewel, I'm assuming you're hopping on that. Help. What? Yeah, she'll help get it set up. Like with Lavender and her. And the other thing that Geth was going to do was actually try to get it to surface again. Yeah, okay, because that's that's definitely one of the things you're going to want to do is to try and get it to surface with Mage Hand. Yeah, just smacking around on the ground, getting more attention to it. It's basically still thinking there's lots of tasty meals out here is my thoughts. Uh So I do got to say that I suppose now it doesn't matter because I can't physically do 30 damage to it in one turn. What do you mean? Isn't 8 times Oh, well, it can. Because it's halved, the top I can oh, do is Oh, yeah, you're right. You can't actually physically reach it, so I don't even have to worry about con checks. Uh, okay. Well, thank you for reminding me. Um, I am going to make an intelligence check because this is really hurting this thing, so um, hold on. Before you roll any more, so you've rolled three, so 20, 12, and 18, so that's actually 30 damage totals, which halves to 15. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna no, roll. it shouldn't be 15, it should be a little more. It should be uh, 10, tw- oh, I'm sorry. I, I, you're at 40, not 30. I was... I was just looking at the last two, and I didn't add the uh, the twenty there on the top. Sorry yeah, so about that. So it's been fifty oh, damage should... total, half to twenty-five. Yes. Okay. That's the third one. Mm-hmm. Hang on, before you roll any more. Okay, I roll yep. really low on an intelligence check. No worries, I'm not going to so, roll any more until you let me give me the go ahead. Like, <laughs> it's like this thing is hurting, but I'm still going to swallow it because I'm a big <laughs> dumb animal. All right, so go ahead and roll. Yeah, why don't we roll? Um, roll again three times. Okay. Nice. Okay, so eleven, fifteen, and twenty-five. All right, so that is fifty-one points of damage. Okay, so that's another 25 points of damage. And then I'm going to roll another intelligence check. We should make things swallow giant heated pieces of metal more often. I mean, this is a valid tactic for stupid monsters. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, I rolled a five. Minus three. (laughs) All right. So we roll again. Would we have the ballista oh, yes, ready? And... Uh, so, well, how long does it take to actually load this thing? There I... is ship 
tactics. Yeah. There are shift yeah. tactics, so it's it's. I don't think you're gonna be able to start to finish load it in six seconds, though. Yeah. Can Hold I? On. Can I help him? Actually, uh, well, here. Yeah. Uh, there is actually there. a ballista object that we can use as reference. Yes, uh, it's in the um, ship thing that I sent you guys. Well, uh, firing ballista. Oh, okay. Because there's also this one where it's like, uh, to be fired, it must be aim- loaded and aimed. It takes one action to load the weapon, one action to aim it, and one action to fire it. And that's for which a you can do all in one. If you one can do all in one yeah. round. That's yeah, true. If if you have three people doing it, you can do all those things. And I can be helping out as well because I do not. Uh, I have it um, concentration, so as long as I'm using up my bonus action, I can keep inflicting the damage. Yeah, and there's Lavender here and Osmar and whatever. If we really yeah, we have it. so many hands on deck now. It's nice. you do so uh, with all that. You would actually, yeah, you you definitely would be able to do it. All the- yeah, because you guys got to run up there. You could definitely get it ready. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. Ballistas, range weapon attack, plus six to hit. One target is 3d10 piercing damage. Yeah, that's the same as the thing that was shared here. Okay. Cool. So, Uh, um... Having it ready, at least. So go ahead and uh, fire your shot, because this thing will come around and try and attack this this just random mage hand that's patting the ground there. It is using its full 15 pounds of force. Thank you very much. <laughs> Powerful pats. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's three bits is an attack roll with, what was it there? Uh, uh, plus six. Did, does, does, does technically, I don't think so. You're not trained in this weapon, right? Jewel. Because I was no. wondering if you'd get sneak attack damage. <laughs> no, no, unfortunately. I sneak attack with a ballista. Yeah, I don't know if you could sneak attack with a ballista. I don't think. I mean, it would be funny. Even if you could, I might veto that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm not sure if a ballista is a light weapon, but. Hmm. Oh, and I forgot about That's the light true, weapon. yeah. Can, can you sneak if- attack with. Oh wait, is it I any do it with a ranged weapon if I have advantage on the attack roll. It's or if another army enemy of the target is within five feet of it. <sighs> I, I'm not gonna I'm no, not gonna do advantage. sneak attack with a ballista. <laughs> well, sneak attack is also really badly named. It really should be like named like, you know, finesse attack or, you know, something like that. Because it's not necessarily about sneaking, it's about, you know, being able to identify a weakness and precisely hitting that weakness. What is this that you just shared? Oh. It's sneak attack with a ballista. <laughs> yep. Oh god. I mean, it it would do. It would still be considered a dex weapon, right? And that's what it, <laughs> that's in sneak attack. It works, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a as technically, it's a ranged weapon. It's the rule about you know I have to have another enemy within five feet of the target. <laughs> yep. Or have advantage. Or have advantage on it. And you have have advantage. Squeaks and uh, Tulip can technically give you advantage because familiars. But but also, do you technically, like, is it seeing you? If you're hidden, 
Isn't hiding technically a thing? Isn't that a thing? Just put put a dark blanket over the blister. It'll never see it coming. <laughs> but it's well, blind. It's blind. <laughs> it wouldn't even it wouldn't even matter because the ballista's on top of the ship. Does it yeah. have some kind so, of like tremor sense though? Yeah, it does. But so isn't tremor sense really just for like that. the ground? Yeah, it's so like it 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 would get the ship, but I don't think it would get the ballista. If you want so, to give me advantage on this, I will happily take the advantage and the sneak attack wanna, extra damage. I don't want to give you advantage on this, <laughs> but I, I, you make valid points. It is to the worm. You can you can get sneak advantage with a ranged weapon, which is what this is. Um, and you can get squeaks when caught to give you advantage. Just with the help action. Uh, yeah, with the help action. Worm. <laughs> Just squeaking words of. <laughs> Advice into your ear. <laughs> well, she can like make it. Oh, distract the worm. Distract it. Um, Be able to find out like exactly. Yeah, where you it know is. what? It's it's D and D. Sure, I'll give you advantage with a ballista. We've defeated uh, Pedro's will on this disaster. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I just it's really cool. I just I'm like I'm like dreading the thought of you doing this later <laughs> to like something else more important. <laughs> Just draw everything back to the ship. That's what we'll do. Every <laughs> last night we bring it back. <laughs> Can I get uh, yeah. No, it's fine. It's it's cool. It's really cool. I just when I think of sneak attack I don't think of a ballista. That's all. So Yeah, I fine. I think that's a five E thing. The fact that they named it sneak attack is it's kind of a misnomer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's very different compared to some of the other iterations. All right, so uh, roll with advantage, uh, as I'm assuming your familiar is helping you. I'm sorry. Okay, it now just... what is this gonna? What's the plus six? Hit? <laughs> so six plus my dex. Oh, um, this is yeah. uh, it says attack plus six. It just says 3d10 piercing, so... I don't know uh, if you'd get your dex bonus. I don't, I don't think you would get your dex bonus no. because no. I, don't, I, I don't think you're proficient in this... It's sort of siege, it's like siege weaponry, right? That's like a specific mm-hmm. thing, I'm It wouldn't sure. count as yeah. part of her, uh, her water vehicles. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know That's how to cool. drive a ship. <laughs> Do we happen to have any cannons on board as well? Just asking mm. for a friend. <laughs> no. Well, damn it. I mean, cannons hitting sand. It's not going to go through. <laughs> I know, but they do 8d10 bludgeoning damage, so... You may uh, as well roll you, again you can, there. You can roll again. Oh, yeah. No. All right, fair enough. All right. Uh, and you said you... it was 3d10? 3d10. Plus nothing, just 3d10. Okay. And then 3d10 piercing. And then sneak, sneak, attack. Yeah, plus sneak attack. No! <laughs> uh, Still pretty good. Yep. All right, so uh, it, is the sneak attack still considered piercing? Yes, right? Yeah, it, it sure would just do whatever right. damage. So uh, that is 22 halved to 11. Why would, oh, right, because the... It yeah, also has it also has uh, piercing from non-magical. Yeah, we don't know that, though. Yeah, you don't know that. But you know what I also realized in its damage resistances? It has fire, semicolon, plus the other parts, 
and then the other parts are actually like separated by a comma and not a colon, a semicolon. So I think it's telling me that is a differentiating and grouping. Anyways, okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sorry. the physical damages are usually grouped in their own separate. Yeah. Know. So that is 11 points of damage to this thing. Good shot. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. This thing is uh, reload, really Reload. Why were you trying to hide behind the ballista? That's my question. I was like, kind of wondering where that was coming from. <laughs> Jules just frogs. Uh, it seemed like the thing to do. Alright, so go ahead and um all right, do your next set of attacks. Where are you at for totals here? One, two, three, right. four, five rounds of the fire. Um, to, to be fair, this could she could be firing every round, and technically six rounds went by. So, how often is this try, thing trying to attack the padding? Oh yeah, but this thing would go under in one round. It's not like it has yeah. six rounds of exposed. Yeah, but so it's it's sort of being a shark. I think is what he's saying. Oh, it, I get I get that. I just mean like in the in the six rounds, how many times out. did it? How many times did it try to go for the hand? Oh yeah, I I don't. Laura, that's a lot of math. We'll just do it as we're doing, where it comes out every three rounds. Let's not okay. break Pedro, okay? No, it's fine. It's fine. I just—it's a lot of math, so All let's right. just group it together. So, okay. every six rounds, or excuse me, every three rounds, or, um, excuse me, every three turns. Uh, yes, that's the same thing, Pedro. <laughs> uh, so go ahead and do your next set of three, and then do the. Uh, hand thing. Alright, so overall that was 24 more damage from that trio. That's after you have it? That's, that's after my, that's, you have it? That's after I have it, yeah. Okay. So 23 you said? Okay. And that puts us at a total of 7 or 8 of the uh, fire rounds. I have one more fire round. Okay. So go ahead and roll again, Jewel. Twenty-one did. to hit. Twenty-one to hit definitely does. So roll three d ten. Nice. Twelve points of damage. Plus an extra seven. Which is plus an extra seven. So that's uh, that's thirty-one. Have to 15. Pretty decent okay. damage time. This is, you guys Six, are. Nine, nine, it's nice. a shame it's on just some throwaway giant worm. <laughs> yeah, just some throwaway giant worm. You know, just a normal mob. <laughs> that ate a spell component or a spell ring. This yeah, a full magical item just gnawed it up. Crowdy, this is a solid tactic. This is definitely a good thing. Okay. I assume it's enraged and angered. Yeah, and it keeps rolling really low on its intelligence, so it's not <laughs> thinking to throw it up. Um, although it is going to make a perception check. Oh my god, I rolled three fives in a row on oh no. using different dice. Oh no. Okay. Alright. Uh, so it does not perceive where this thing is coming from. 
Um, it just essentially senses the, a shaking with, from the boat every time the, the ballista is released a little bit. Um, so it's essentially like there's a big thing over there. There's a big thing over there, but it's not necessarily associating that that big thing is, you know, that big thing 40 feet away is what's piercing it. And I mean, like, there's technically crashing waves on the sand and stuff too, right? So that's true, but I would think that it, it can differentiate it, yeah, because it lives there. So, uh, okay, and you have one more attack left till the rounds it. up. Till my yeah, till the full minutes up. Okay, so roll the final attack, please. Nineteen. Um, Good. So it's I think it's 19 that my cat is desperate for love right now, and I don't know why. <laughs> why are you so needy, Domino? Sit love. On, just sit on my lap. Okay. Please, no, not in front of the monitor. All right. Uh, it is up. The round is up, and it did not throw it up that entire time. Okay. And it has stopped. And it has gone under. What are you guys doing? Uh, it's it's still down there. I um I can keep this up Those to try to metal? attract it up. Say again, Rosebud. Do do you have any more pieces of metal in there we could use? Yes, yes, I do. Uh, I have quite a few more. How <laughs> how heavy <laughs> you four foot by four quickly? <laughs> you absolutely have a shit ton of metal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is just going to be like a rinse and repeat kind of situation I almost want to just skip to the end but I do want you to blow your spell load so um, if we're going to do this again let's start it all up okay Uh, piece of scrap metal maybe like a shield or something hell that's great that's perfect um how much? How much have I blown through of the metal I have? Because I'm trying to keep track of that. I, mean, I don't know. Like, I have two hundred pounds of metal, bro. That's up to you to figure I, out. On me. I have. Well, how much was the four uh, foot by four foot metal? Oh yeah, that's a lot. I did explain that was a heavy piece of metal. Let's just know. call it twenty five pounds. Because I don't know what the metal's made of, and different metals have different. It's all weights. iron. Let's just okay, call it twenty five pounds. Okay. It's all iron. It's all iron. Yeah. No, we're going to figure this out. Oh, I need gosh. the small details. It's <laughs> the only way my brain we can, functions. We can just round it to 25, and then I'll also subtract what a shield would weigh. Like, I'm fine with that. I can always buy more metal. <laughs> hey, guys, I, I got to be right back. I got to step away for a second. Okay. okay. A cubic foot of iron would weigh 491 pounds. That's <laughs> shit. Yeah, so I, I think that four foot by four foot piece was a bit of a... a oh, it, it was very thin. Okay. We'll go with very thin. We'll go with, we'll go with its... Thin <laughs> sheet. thin. Wow, all right. Well, I didn't know that. I didn't Just realize... Just my entire, <laughs> entire horn of metal over the ship. Yeah, like uh, we're talking dense, non whatever, right? Like, yeah. Okay, I take it all back. Um, yeah, you. We'll say that you just maybe like 
10 feet of or 10 pounds of metal to try and put some weight into it right yeah and then 20, that's well, big enough that a mage hand can lift it actually if it's 50, so pounds. we'll say 15 pounds because that's your weight limit right perfect we took 15 so we'll say pounds 15 pounds of, of iron and I was essentially dropping it up and down. Up it could and down. have been like a cannonball even, you know? Right. There we go. Easy. Point. All right. So now you have wasted 30. Well, not wasted. You have used 30 pounds of metal. Uh, and so you heat it. And I, I need a better dice, please. Don't worry, guys. I still oh, got 263 okay. pounds. We you can know just what? keep doing this all day. As, as, it, as it heats up, it realizes I'm not doing this shit again. And thankfully, I rolled high enough. <laughs> uh, to where it says, uh, I'm going to just spit this out. Okay. So, roll... Um... As it comes up to eat it, though, can I shoot it? Absolutely. Also, so definitely... is it, like, actually swallowing it before spitting it back out? Or is it, like, It's, like, got it in swallowing. its mouth, I think. Yeah. It's idea. got it in its mouth. Okay. Then I will, is... I'll roll my 2d8, because I'm not so doing roll... level 4. <laughs> okay. You're not to level four. All right, so roll your two d eight. Uh, six twelve. Damage. So that's six damage. I mean, hey, you still did a buttload of damage on it, so that was a very good use of the spells. It says, "Wow, this is incredibly hot." Uh, I'm not <laughs> going to do this again. Um, and it spits it out, and it as it spits it out, it goes to go away. Uh, Jewel is able to get one last shot at it. Uh, at 18, does meet its AC class. So, Sorry, uh, that was a 3d10. I... Oh. That thing, there we go. Okay, okay so, so a 22 eats, or meets its... Uh, so we'll do the 18, so that's 9 damage. Alright. And an extra 2. An extra 2, okay. I'm gonna get those sneak attack damages yes, on absolutely. there. It's a little bit, but every little bit helps. Every little bit helps. Does Datu also get thrown up? <laughs> Or what's left of him? Yeah, what's left of Datu? Uh, Datu has has spent um, okay or more rounds. It has a total, uh, and it takes uh, sixty six acid damage at the start oh. of each at the start of each of the worms' turns. Oh God! So oh. this thing has taken uh, eleven eleven. So it's taken. What is that? Too much. 66 times D6. <laughs> it has 13 hit points. Uh, yeah. Um, it's not it, immune it's, to it, it's Nothing it's left. Even, yeah, it doesn't even spit it up. There's nothing left of this thing. <gasps> oh no, the magical ring! Important question, the ring oh, is magic. No. Is the ring... Does res- it it is the ring it's with- magic, yeah. It doesn't take damage. It doesn't take a right... Isn't it like resist... Like, doesn't it take any nomad... Like, doesn't take any damage, right? There's not really any I'm, rules for magic yeah. items. It's just like... Hand wave doesn't get destroyed except for like with dispersion of magic. Fields. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it would. Granted... Um, hopefully, maybe you could find it again. Or maybe it's fallen in one of the holes that it... That it burrowed its way through. This and it's down there. I finally learned my lesson. I in the shifting entirely. sands, um, lost to time as this thing uh, creates different holes and shifts the sands. Um, we doing circles over this thing. As it throws up, can she keep an eye out for a, uh, a special sparkly ring? 
Uh, yeah, roll a... Well, don't you have blindsight? She does, 60 feet. You, I don't think you'd be able to see... I, you wouldn't be able to tell with blindsight. She's got normal sight, but she's oh, also she, got blindsight. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Right. She's got normal sight, too. Okay. Uh, yeah, make a perception check with your eyes. What's your bat eyes see? Oh. Yeah, oh, unfortunately, God. she does not when it She's a little too up, high up. She's she... rather cautious about this big worm thing. Well, the thing is, um, you remember, it is a human-sized ring. So the thing's like, what, two centimeters across? <laughs> you yeah. know, three centimeters yeah, so... across? Uh, mm-hmm. It's tough to see in, in literally a deluge of sand and acid. That yes, is but you quickly... also did say that it's black sand. So it would I... contrast very well. I did. However, you still roll the seven. So. <laughs> Anybody else standing at the railing taking a look? Come on, guys. Peel your eyes. We, we are, but I, I didn't want to interrupt. Uh, so, from our perspective, this worm has gone under again. We actually don't know if it's still there. Right? Uh, I mean, you hear it sort of rumbling away, and then the rumbling stops as it goes deep enough. So I'm still patting the ground and it's not caring. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry, we're doing a whole bunch of stuff. I need to just That's do it in order. Good. So no. you pat the ground. Um, hold on. Okay. And I'm not doing it in the same spot, obviously. I'm like going along the sand. like. Sure, yeah, of course. So uh, you pat the ground... Okay. And this thing does not um, go for the hand. Because I rolled high enough on my perception check, even with my disadvantage, to figure out that the ship and the piercing damage might somehow be related. (laughs) After four attacks from this thing, it says, hmm, maybe it's always coming from that direction. Um, so as you, as you hear it once again, uh, start to shake and rumble, this time you get a little nervous because it's a lot closer. Uh, and then this thing explodes right into your ship. Oh shit. Uh, I need you all to roll deck saves (laughs) as this thing slams into your ship. Um... Oh no. Minus one. Eight. <laughs> or was one. We'll go together again. Yep. Off the boat we fly. I'll roll for, um. I'll, I'll roll for Lavender. That's for Lavender with the six bonus. For the sake of simplicity, I will say that Tulip shares my roll. Sure. So, all right. Oma. She might be not, not be she back. She might not yet. be back yet. No. So I'm like, right, I'm just gonna create this just a little bit. Here, so I I'm like patting the sand, and I'm just like, I'll do, I, Oma. That's fair. I'm just like patting the sand, and I'm just like, I, I don't think it's working anymore. Um, and then just like, bush, <laughs> this crazy rumble of like. 
the mountain of sand flowing over the deck as uh, Osmar or, and like Mansa are standing <laughs> back watching this with I and assume horror. concerned <laughs> yes horror exactly they're probably much further back with like all the scholars and like the actual near the near the ship's quarters <laughs> yeah I would definitely say that um, Namin and Fikri are right up with you guys on the railing uh, and so is uh, no so you to roll something for them Oh, they're going to have to roll. Everyone's going to have to roll. The ship is literally tilting. Um, well, we, lo- we enjoyed your company while you were here, the cub. <laughs> um, Oma rolled... We'll get a new ship. A better ship. <laughs> now we're saving a holding ship. Uh, did you roll a deck save, um, Jewel? Yep. It's uh, that 16... I don't see it. To the it. top of the deck. It's, it's right below the Oh, yeah. Okay. It's because of the uh, way that it rolls. Anyway. Gotcha. Okay, so, um, Jewel, you're able to sort of grab on to this ballista and hold tight, uh, and Geth and Rosebud, who were uh, helping you load, just go flying. <laughs> Geth has, like, a handful of like he has like uh, uh like three ballistas in his hand like a ballista and pro- those things are heavy so he probably just has like one ballista and uh, he just holds on to it tight as it just goes flying um but everyone else is good lavender and oma make the save okay we- oma go on you're back, and I'm glad uh, you just made a, a save as this thing slammed into the ship. And uh, now the ship is listing. It got wise to our tactics. Oh. Yep. Yeah, it, it, it finally figured out where the ballista damage was coming from. Mm-hmm. So Geth and Rosebud have been knocked into the sand again. Do we take some falling damage? Um, is that what you said? I'm not going to say you guys fall into the sand. Why don't you guys roll luck checks to see if you guys begin to fall off the boat? Uh, just straight 20s? Uh, yes. Okay. 13. Which is a very unlucky number. <laughs> Eight. Gath, no! <laughs> you uh, it's sort of in horror see that your perspective continues to shift and your body is separating from the ship as you thump um hit the sand so you take an extra one point of damage so actually that's it so yeah i rosebud doesn't take any damage um however i am going to need a roll for the uh npcs first we'll do fikri and namin uh, okay, Fikri holds on, but unfortunately, Namin, she only has one usable hand, um, and she rolled a natural two. Namin goes over the edge. If I'm not mistaken, everyone said they were by the... Ballista. The front. The ballista. Yeah, ballista. So no one is there to help her. She Is she not falls. by the front or not? She was on the railing. Of the lower deck, watching while you guys were uh, at sort of the top there where the ballista is. Oh, I'm not looking. Mounted. 
Uh, ooh, she takes five points of damage and she is knocked unconscious. Um, the ship, are too are, squishy. Are we doing? Please. Are we doing whistles again? It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, time. Have whistles. Uh, yeah. Um, who is it? Fickery blows his whistle and he says, "Namine, Namine, she went overboard." Uh, as this thing um, does. Uh, 3d6, 3d8 plus 6 bludgeoning damage uh, to the ship, and then I believe since it's a ship, it does extra damage, yeah. or maybe that's just whale. It's only, it's only if it's a special yeah, thing. It, it's yeah. usually written in the thing. Is siege? Like, siege yeah. yeah, so this does not. Who has our good ship for you. being tracked? Because uh, oh, I don't know what it cup. is. Are we a keelboat? It's okay, boat? we can fix it. We're a keelboat. Okay, so uh, I can start tracking that, I think. Um, yes. Uh, I will so say you're already so low damage. You already did take some damage uh, from the other attack. Or, so excuse me, from, from the actual crash. Sounds good. So we have a okay. boat HP of 100 by standard mm-hmm. with a damage threshold of 10. So, okay. And how much damage did you just do? 17. 17. So that met the damage threshold, so that would mm-hmm. put us at uh, 83, but then you so, said I already had some? Yeah, because you actually crashed on the boat, so uh, we'll say that's an extra 25 points of damage. Okay, so 25 puts me at uh, 57 out of 100. Okay, this thing um, is going to now try and bite the hold of the ship. Oh, did it actually hit the armor class of the ship, which is 15? I did not roll. I will roll now. Thank you for reminding me. All right. I've been rolling high with you, buddy. Yeah, 19. Okay, I'm <laughs> keeping you. Um, That's a 19 plus 8. Um, so what's the 15 is the AC class? So. Yeah. All right, so you're keeping track of the HP of the boat. I don't have I to do that. I am now keeping track of it once okay. you've, now that I've established this. So now I'm going to do Osmar and Yara. What was the damage for the bite, though, you said? Oh, I did not do that yet. Uh, let me do that. 1d12 plus 6. Wow, who uses a d12? <laughs> this sandworm, apparently. <laughs> 1d12. <laughs> Okay. 12 damage, so, so meets the threshold. threshold of 10. Okay. So I've got it tracked here. We're at 45. Alright, uh, I rolled a 3 and a 6, respectively. Um, so uh, they are in the sort of interior of the ship. They are not, like, right along the rail. But... So... Is they are they are out um, and they are in the process of literally sliding down the ship as this thing tilts uh, onto its side. It's okay. Maybe my sharp, pointy statues will break their fall. <laughs> <laughs> now I am going to do Misfar and um, Moonin. Uh, Misfar makes it, and Moonin does not. But since uh, they're right next to each other, um, Misfar can like try and scramble to to help 
uh, as he falls, he essentially is following Nemin down and like grabbing, trying to grab him. Uh, but that's not going to take effect because they're not at the edge of the ship yet. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Uriah and Osmar and Munim are all heading towards the, the bottom of the ship there. Uh, and, oh, Rosebud, I believe you are the only one. You are heading towards the bottom of the ship as well as this thing, um, begins to list on its side. And I don't think I have to tell you guys what happens if you, if you guys don't make it and then the ship completely flips over on you guys. I don't yeah, think we'll, I have to. We'll, we'll figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I believe that is... All right. So, now, what are we doing? Do we want to get an actual turn order? Yeah. yeah, let's get an actual turn order. And everyone, roll initiative. Make sure to I'm going to roll in. initiative just once for the NPCs, okay? Sounds good. I've got Lavender here. <laughs> All right, my head is spinning. That- <laughs> Remember, if you're next to me, you get a bonus on your initiative. Uh, I'm definitely not. I fell, so I don't yeah, know. I got knocked back. I don't think you did, so I don't think I'd be close to you. Lavender right might be close because he was. I'd probably still be close with Oma. Yeah. So it's an extra plus two or plus oh, three. Oh, did we? I mean, we're way way far beyond the the fact that I've fallen, and we're going to stick with that. But technically, I would have had a bonus from Oma on the saving throw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, I like the narrative right now, so I'm not going to take it, but. <laughs> Okay, uh, so uh, we'll go ahead and just drop down this little marker there as an NPC. Rolled high, though. I mean, I'm not that it really matters. <laughs> uh, hey, they can load a ballista. Oh, I apologize. I guess I didn't actually get the turn order started in time. So oh, that's okay. That's let okay. me just, we can just manually load you guys. Oh, it, it looks like it, it. auto-populated. Oh, okay, cool. Except for well, Lavenders, which I will fix. No, it auto-populated. I just grabbed those guys. Okay. Um, all right. And then... Uh, oh, well, sorry. do we get an extra plus two, plus three? Plus What's three. the... Plus three. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So let me this get a marker. This thing is oh. pissed. We've really pissed off a sandworm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this thing's not happy. Don't get eaten. Yeah, we'll avoid that if we can. I'm on the sand right by it. It seems like so. We'll see how this goes. The, the, the bait plan ends up happening anyway. Uh huh. <laughs> Just use shield, shield, and bamf out of there. That's really gotta be what I do. I got plans. So. This is that. Oh, it's a big slug of worm. Mm-hmm. How healthy is it looking? Uh, is it, I is mean, having labored or anything, or you wouldn't be able to tell because all that damage has been internal, except for the ballista. So, I mean, there are literally ballistas. I wouldn't say there are ballistas sticking out because it went under and probably snapped them. But there are like chunks of like, like the, the ballista ends. Well, so like the ballista like ends where the barbed metal is in there and the like shaft is snapped and it's like bleeding through there uh you definitely did a lot of damage to this thing i heard some so. keywords for you there rosebud 
Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and then let's... So let's go ahead and uh, roll initiative for that thing. Uh, okay. So... Oh, that's so low. Alright. As I go over, I'm like, this did not go as planned! <laughs> Alright. Bud. So, uh, uh. Jewel of the Mountain. Uh, this thing has just. It's got a hold of the side of the ship with its mouth. And it's just gnawing on this thing. Um. It's listing. All the ballistas essentially have now. The barrel of ballistas that was next to you, it's fallen. And is roll, in the process of just rolling away. Jewel just, you know, she leaves it and she's going to say, Get your dirty mouth off my boat! And she's going to cast Hex on it. And then she's going to hit it with some Eldritch Blast. (laughs) Alright, so Eldritch, that 26 definitely hits. Um, roll your extra d6 of necrotic damage. Uh, uh, um, uh, 17 just misses its AC. So the first one, uh, boom, lands right now, like, where this thing would have eyes, it does not. But you hit, like, right where it would, or, uh, that's six points of damage. It takes the full six. Where I magical force. Spell, am I technically engaging it just to be a rules lawyer here and push my glasses up. <laughs> uh, are you technically engaging it? I would argue no. Okay. But I guess you are close. You. Well, here's I the would question. say Which you're, side you're... of the boat did he fall off of? He was right. Oh, yeah. Well, no, he was right off the railing. So I'll okay. say he fell off the not the side that everyone else is falling off. If, if if the ship crushes, he's the only one that'd be okay. <laughs> so <laughs> and a new tale begins with just that. <laughs> There's a right side to that. Uh, all right, um, Jewel is gonna like hop up on like the outside of like you know since the railing is like tipping over, she's gonna climb up on like the outside of the railing. Yeah, all right. And you're so she's like facing this. this thing, and she's all right. ticked. All right. Yes, the boat is. Uh, it's it sort of gr- grumbles in pain and it clicks some of its many teeth. Um, all right, is that your turn? I think that's all she can do right now. She's okay. probably still yelling at it. Just you know, <laughs> cuss word, cuss word. Uh, what was the cuss uh, word. Hex, what was the hex for? What type of? Oh, uh, it would be strength. strength. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do I need to make a save against the hex? Nope. Nope. Oh, that's right, because you actually like disadvantage stuff. That's right. I forgot about that. I'm so used to it just being a damage dealer. Okay, so Geth, I say maybe you fell like ten feet away from this worm. Yeah. Um you I would say you aren't technically engaged with it because you didn't do any attacks. Yeah. So you haven't technically engaged it yet, and now oh, you're I like prone on your ass. Um it's but it's Lavender's turn. So what's Lavender doing? 
He's on the ship. Would you, yeah. Would you like me to play Lavender, or are you going to do it? I'm I'm fine. It's okay. All good. Uh, is Lavender able to reach this creature gnawing on the side of the ship? Like, it, yeah, it is canonically gnawing on the side of the ship, smack, smack. so he can he can run. How far does he run in a turn? Oh, he runs feet? a billion miles. He runs forty feet, right? Isn't uh, like forty-five feet is his total. Yeah. He can reach that thing, sure. So I think what he will just attempt to do is go up and just. How many of these astral things does he have? Uh, pop his yes. arms out. Yeah, I would assume he would want to pop his arms out. Let me just read. Visage of the astral self, summon as bonus action, arms. You can spend one key. Yeah, I think he would do that for sure for the extra 10 foot of reach so he doesn't have to get right up next to it. Yeah. Um, Lavender. Boop. Uh, so I will mo- subtract the key point there. And then now he will begin wailing on this thing from above the ship. Um, I'm just seeing if there's anything special. Uh, is this the right thing? Maybe arms of the astral self. That's the one. I always mix those two up. Not the visage. Uh, yeah, so... On the bright side, you could play a monk in your next campaign and be totally <laughs> good to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I think he just does the whirling blades. When he first bamps them out, I don't think there's any damage, I believe. When you do so, each creature of your choice you can see within 10 feet. So deck saving throw. Okay, let me do a deck save. Or take force damage equal to two rolls of the martial arts. Alright, um... What do I need to save? Uh, His DC for saves is not super high. Oh, it's 16. It's gone up a little. I failed. I'm pretty sure. I don't think this has any extra... I'm pretty sure his level of monk is a D8 right now for his stuff, so I'm just going to roll two D8s for now. Okay. Uh, And this is the damage of... And this is technically magical, right? Yeah. Technically magical martial arts damage of (laughs) his magic fists, so there's four there. Now, his that's his bonus action. Now, his actual action, which I think he has two attacks for his actual action, will be... Um, which one is it here? Astral Blade Dance, smacka smacka. So attack of eighteen for fifteen points damage. Just hits its AC as you just dig into one of these holes where the ballista once was, or the ballista arrow was is. Or fifteen force damage. All right, so go ahead and roll your second one. Uh, I think he's going to attempt to stun it. <laughs> yes, stunning okay. strike. See if he can push that key in there and give it a good stun so dc so con save okay uh, dc 16 it saves okay so he doesn't make it and he's doing his next attack astral blade dance he's like you big bugger get off the cub uh 16 force damage with a 26 to hit Okay, so that is 31 points of damage total. All magical. All magical, all God, the time. God, he's such a powerhouse. He yeah. really is. He's so strong. He's so, yeah, it's great. Um, and okay. I believe that will... So he's within 10 feet of it. Uh, he'll, yes. He'll shift. Okay. Just so that, like, he's not immediately where he was while he was striking it, if you get my drift. 
Sure. You, like, kind of squeeze under the railing again, and you kind of, like, monkey bar crawl your way to a different location and then pop up. Just so it's less likely to, like, strike him from where he was, you know? Sure. All right. Um, Now it is Geth's turn. Okay, let me just uh, look at my stuff here. So I'm getting up, coughing all this sand... Uh, looking up, seeing anyone around me on this uh, side? Of the- no, nobody's around. Joel's like you. standing on like the very top of the ship. Yeah, you see. And- actually, I lied. Namine is is going overboard. She fell, so you see her um, unconscious. She's out. She's oh, out. And can I see the worm from where I am? I mean, technically. Okay, sorry. Um, yes. Oh, absolutely. This worm is towering above you. Um. What's the technically? Uh, he's got death saves and death saves. But... <laughs> I don't think they technically get death saves, but I, I like this. I like making you guys nervous, and I like giving you guys sort of an extra little thing that a you guys have to try to save them if we waste yeah, a, a bunch of our magic them. and time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Geth, what are you doing? <sighs> I see this creature in front of me. Yes. Getting wailed on by every one of our party members. I see behind me uh, our new acquaintance that we've had so many good stories those last few days. And I think to myself, if we don't Uh, take care of this worm. Hmm? Go ahead. Sorry. I I I made that because I was nervous. Okay. I think to myself, if I don't take care of this worm, there's no chance that we can actually go rescue them anyways. So I'm going to... Yeah. I think I gotta just do damage. Um, I'm gonna do a magic missile. How's this thing looking? I guess I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I mean it, it. It's bleeding in multiple puncture wounds, and you know there are drips of acid from its mouth and coming down, and raining on you. And I mean, there's also blood there too. Uh, it, I mean, it looks like you punctured a worm with a bunch of arrows and swords. That's fair. Uh, yeah. One sec, I just have to write something here. That's the right thing now. Okay, I'm going to do two things. I'm going to cast a level 5 magic missile. Okay. That's big ol' magic missile. Which means, uh, I don't know if this is going to roll properly. So level 5 means it's 3D, 3d4s plus 1 on each of them. And when I cast the spell, so it does an additional you- one. So I do a total of 4, 5, 6, 7d4s. Okay, also, I think you can, like, upcast on your sheet. Isn't that an option? Oh, uh, let me click it. So I'm going to go for level 5. Oh, no, it just immediately casts. It's probably how I've configured the spell. So what I'll do is I'll just roll two of them. Um, okay. Because that'll be a total of six, and then I just have to do 1d4 after that. So here is the magic missiles. Now I am also attempting to utilize... Oh, that's weird. Is that just... Oh, it's from Lavender. Lavender, yeah. I'll, I'll start this in a second here. I'm attempting to do a 
binding spell. So I'm using a sorcery point to uh, attempt to bind the creature where it is. Okay. So uh, I'll do all the damage from the D4s first. Um, why can't I upcast this? Uh, maybe I'm wrong. It's no, no. It definitely, wrong. it definitely has the ability to include spell description. Higher level cast. Oh, that's why. Higher level cast is one D four plus one. This might let me do it now. Done. Let me just try that again. Yes. Aha! I just had to fix it. So I'm just gonna do it all in one then. A level five, if that's okay. Yeah, that's what it's for. So that's 14 damage, right? Or is that the is that like a Yeah, that looks like it's 14 damage. It would be 18. The higher level casting is uh the additional bolts. I okay, think. gotcha. Okay. So 18 force damage. And then I have to make a strength save at disadvantage because of the hex, correct? Uh so that's a great question. Um, this has a... When I cast a spell damage... You have to do a charisma saving throw to save against the spell first. Oh, okay. It's it's the strength check to break free. That's what I looked at. Yeah. Okay, so charisma save. DC 18. Oof, boy, I'm probably not making that. Uh, I'm a charismatic worm. I don't think there's any way I can even make that, even if I rolled high enough. Natural funny. I did I rolled a nineteen? Mm. But I have minus four to my charisma. <laughs> oh no! So I fail. I don't think there's any way I could have gotten that. Um, so I am binded. So what does this mean? I am restrained. Uh, you are restrained with a magical energy. You take a little bit of damage, and you can s- break out of it uh, with a DC 18. I have to change that in the text, because we leveled up. Uh, strength check. Okay. So, so, and because I use my meta magic, I'm going to poof over next to uh, our downed ally. Okay, you poof over next to her. She's looking rough. Uh, her, there's, like, sort of a pool of blood, sort of underneath her head uh, that's sort of reddening the sand and that's okay. my turn I all right. that's all my actions um, I am going to roll a death save uh, for Namine as a note I'm trying to fix magic missile right now so I'm going to do two GM rolls a few times you can just ignore them okay Okay, I rolled my death save. Um, everyone else, um, uh, they're going to try and make dex checks to grab onto the ship. Um, I will say that Moonim gets advantage because Fick, not, not Fickery, uh, Misfar is trying to help him. So, okay, uh, he rolled a nineteen and a six. So, good thing he had advantage. Um, so, um, what happens is they're basically sliding to the one end of the listing ship, and uh, Misfar and Moonim 
are, uh, you know, kind of do like a titanic thing where they grab onto each other and they grab onto the, um, to the ship's railing. Uh, now let's do Yara and Osmar. They both fail. Uh, Yara and Osmar, uh, they are unable to they rolled low, uh, and so they both take. Good lord, I'm killing everyone. <sighs> are, do, either of them, the do either of them hit the water? What, depending on their location, you said they were further back, were they not? Uh, I did. Um, and I'm assuming the boat isn't a hundred percent beached on the sand. This is true. Um, I hadn't really thought about that. I'm gonna roll a d20. To see if they are in the land. Anything above a 10 is in the land. Anything below is in the water. And then 10 is a dealer's choice. Uh, 16. So they are on the sand. Uh, okay. Um, uh, Osmar, he rolled a 6. So he's knocked out. He is going to go through death saves next turn. Uh, Yara, she got a four, so she has one HP left as she whoop, thump, uh, hits, and you just hear the whistle start. <laughs> These whistles are really getting their workout. Um, you hear the whistle from their side of the ship. Um, okay, now I'm going to do Fikri. Fikri is going to, um... He is going to uh, look down at Namin and he's screaming her name. Uh, he sees it's not almost turn yet, technically. So um, she doesn't. She hasn't started running. This is all happening. At the, oh, it's all happening at the same time. He sees Oma running towards him. Um, so he is going to hold his. He is going to hold his turn for Oma. Now it is the worm's turn. The worm is going to take its slam attack at where it thought Lavender was. Now you're hoping that it is restrained. However, for some reason, it has a condition immunity to restraint. Oh, that makes so, sense. unfortunately, for some reason, your spell just does not hold this thing uh, as the tail just... Um, actually, Lavender's closer. So, Jewel, you're getting the tail. Lavender's getting the bite. Although, technically, it would be the ship that gets the bite. So, actually, guess what? The ship gets both of it because you're standing on top of the ship. So, regardless, that ship is taking damage, too. Ah, the joy of large enemies. <laughs> yes. Um, I just want okay. to double check. Are you saying that it's AOE hitting something? The way I'm seeing it is, I mean, literally Jewel is standing on top of the ship. There is no way this tail that is slamming down on, on Jewel is going to not hit the ship. Fair enough. Unless, I, I don't know. I, I just can't see it. So, <coughs> I'm just ruling that as a DM. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's not, not necessarily that it doesn't hit it; it's that it doesn't do material damage to the structure. Maybe it just happens to hit a part that's more reinforced. 
catches it you know, at an angle yeah, that's not, you know, necessarily doing damage. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I can, that works. That makes sense. Uh, it just maybe just hits the railing and that's it, right? Doing sort of superficial damage. Yep. Um, so let's roll... Um, one... Let's do this. Plus eight to hit. So for the slam attack, that is a 21. 21 for the Uh, slam attack. This tail comes slamming down on top of Jewel. Her ring is going to glimmer, and there's a boomf of a blue, bubbly magic shield that pops up around her and stops this thing in its tracks. So this 17 thing... plus 5 would put me at 22. Nice. So this shield shimmers up, uh, and this um, tail just slaps it and just sort of drags down and just uh, smacks the railing uh, and just takes a chunk of the railing with it. Uh, it is going to bite where it thought Lavender was. So that is going to be a 15... Plus uh, eight, um, which hits. That's a twenty-three, if I'm not mistaken, um, for a bite of one d twelve plus um, six. So let's the ship. for the ship. So thirteen damage to the ship. It does meet meet the ten threshold. It just bites a whole bunch of wood. Jules like yowling at it, like "Stop hurting my ship!" How much total um, damage on that? Thirteen. Thirteen, yeah. and it is going to start to move. Okay. I'm assuming. I, just- I want you to roll a D four for me, uh, Geth. I will roll a d4 for you. I just want to double check. I'm going to assume that the ruling, because the binding metamagic specifically says I need to have it bound in order for the damage to take effect, that it just doesn't take the damage on that as well. Oh, my, okay. Uh, like, that makes sense to me, because if the creature may attempt to break free, they can use their action, but, like, it's not restrained, so it's not taking restrained, like, damage, magical damage, right? I, that makes sense. Okay, cool. And uh, I'm rolling a d4 now. Yes. <gasps> okay. So here's what's going to happen. This thing is going... Oh, God. This thing is going towards you. Uh, no, no. And, and Namin. Sorry, before As... we resolve things too much... Um... Can she use her ferocious claws to attack it since it tried attacking her? Uh, yeah, because that's her a reaction, reflexes. correct? Yeah, yes, it's her reaction. Absolutely. Okay. And this is magical slashing because you're padded uh, yes. up, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so 27 does hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Seven magical slashing, okay. And she gets sneak attack damage thanks to her... Uh, okay. Her... Swashbuckler, swashbuckler thing. Okay, so that's 14 total. Okay. Now, I just want to clarify, there was definitely a hit on the sand where I hit, and then I stood up and attacked. 
There was a hit where Nameem hit, but there hasn't been any other movement there, and then I just bamfed there. There would still be... With how Tremor Sense works, it would be... Oh, it's Tremor Sense, right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. If, you're, if you're on the ground, it can figure out where you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Echoes. Yes. Um, but... Jill's continuing to hurl abuse at this thing. <laughs> it is not trying to get to you, Geth. It is trying to get to Jewel. Um... And you and Amin are unfortunately just in the way. Um, well, I need to do math on my head. If she dodges ten feet to one side or the other, can she get it to follow her in a path that does not squash them? Because part of her uh, her thing is that she can move after making her ferocious claws attack. Here's the thing. It is sort of gliding kind of along the edge of the ship. Um, unless you jump off the ship. Um, and if you jump off the ship, there's a chance that it might not even attack you. Which I guess is what you're going for. So I will give you that option if you jump off the ship. But if you stay on that ship... Um, it's just basically just sliding along the edge. Do whatever she thinks is necessary to keep this thing from running over Geth and, you know, down person number two. She, she mean, doesn't, she's like non-distinguishing of the, uh, the sea elves, cause, I don't know, <laughs> she's just not particularly attached to them yet, so. She thinks they're gonna die. She's prepared emotionally <laughs> for this. <laughs> Alright, um, make an athletics check. Can I do acrobatics? No, because you're just pushing off at this point. What if she does a flip? I'll do <laughs> <No>. a flip. <laughs> <laughs> Still good. Uh, yeah, so, um, you jump and land. Hits the ground, rolls. Hits the ground, rolls. You land far enough away, uh, to where this thing. It, um, it is going towards you, Geth, to try and get to her because between you, excuse me, between it and Jewel is you and Namine. But Jewel has sort of turned. Jewel has jumped far enough to where it turns just far enough to where essentially you just get slapped, you know, on the edge of this thing. Um, it's like you know. It's like basically like getting hit with the side of like a moving train, where you're just like oof, and you just get buffed back, like but rolling. You, yeah, but you don't get like crushed. Thanks, Jewel. Clutch save on the NPC. Um, all right, that's your turn, Jewel. Well, that it wasn't is- her turn. That was. Oh, uh- sorry. That was a reaction. Yeah. Retro, retro action. Um, is that the end of its turn? That's the end of its turn, because it attacked you, and then now it is just trying to move off. Okay, so Jules playing bait. You You guys take care of this thing. Alright, now it is Oma's turn. Oma Oma is dashing. Uh, She's, well, she's running to the side that uh, they were calling out that Namine fell over. Uh, Uh As she's passing, she grabs one of the rigging ropes. Mm-hmm. Tosses it to the guy who was holding his action so he can hold it. Okay. 
and she has the other end. Mm-hmm. She's jumping over to Namim. All right, make an athletics check uh, or Dex. Uh, your choice. Okay, you uh, jump off and land uh, right next to these guys. I uh, touch Namim. Okay, you touch Namim, uh, and you, you think five points of healing. Keep track of your little pool there. Um, and she uh, gasps to life. Uh, one of her one hand just sort of grabs the nearest thing, which is probably me, Geth, or you. <laughs> so she grabs you. I'm- she looks around, very confused. It, it, I'm starting to tie it around her. Okay. You uh, start to tie around her. I'll say that you're not going to be able to do that until your next turn. Because yeah. um, you already had your object interaction with grabbing the rope and throwing the rope. Yeah. And then... Um, okay. Um, yeah, and this... Um, <laughs> so, yeah, as you sort of grab her... Uh, your hand sort of becomes this, like, glowing sort of point, and from the glow, just this, like, fine-smelling smoke (laughs) (laughs) just starts billowing out. Um, And you, Namin, just licks her lips and says, Mmm, tasty. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see some tasty smoke has! Okay, uh, that's your turn. Yep. Okay, Rosebud. All right, you Rosebud. are in the process of sliding down the ship. Yep. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, I'm trying to scramble back towards the big monster. Okay. Uh, do I need uh, to make a deck save to stop sliding? Not a save, just a check. That's not much better. 12. Okay. Um, that was the DC. Oh, to meet, uh, not sliding down the ship. So you grab onto the railing and you're able to uh, prop yourself back up. You're sort, right. of, you know, sort of perched between like the sideways railing and, and the ground, which isn't really the ground anymore. It's now like wall at this point. Fair enough. All right. Um, would... I be able to scramble towards or is it too is the ship itself too knocked over at this point uh it is it is not knocked over it is going to be a challenge i'll say i'll treat this as difficult terrain okay then i will try to hopefully get closer towards the opposite railing with my 15 feet of movement as i scramble over I think you should be able to make that. Um, if I'm not mistaken, let me take a look at this. I always forget uh, how big the keelboat is. So I can't, keelboat I can't is a... Um, hmm. Let me see. So on a square grid, the main... Well, that's a galley. So let me take a look at the square grid for the keelboat. Okay. Uh, it is. You are. You are. 
you are not able to make it with 15 feet. It's 20 feet. However, you can try an athletics check to do that, like, running jump, if you'd like. Oh, boy, I'm I'm great at that. Uh, you know what? I do want to get to the railing so that I can see both the worm and Jewel. Okay. Do you even need oh. to make an athletics check if you run jump? I don't think you actually do. Right? Um, I don't think that's an athletics check thing. I think that's just a mechanical... Right, I think with the mechanic, I think you could just, like, as long as you're running ten feet, you can do, like, a jump. Okay, then that, that's what I'll do. Yeah, we had to jump, jump the number of feet before. in your strength or something. Okay. I can jump eleven feet. Okay, so, actually, you are gonna make that athletics check. <laughs> <laughs> if you jump eleven feet, uh, Oh, wait, you jump eleven feet on top of your yeah, so feet I, of movement? No, it would be, uh, I'd run the ten and then jump the eleven. So, all in all, it would be, I'd be making it 21 feet. Okay, so yeah, you can make it without doing any checks. Okay. You have to make 20 feet, essentially, which you do with a foot to spare. How far is Jewel away from me right now? Jewel, uh, I'll say she's like, uh, so she's like 20 feet okay. from the boat, and you're, so I'll say maybe she's like 25 feet from you. Okay. So, Rosebud will lift up his symbol. Do not hurt her boat or her! And I will cast Sacred Flame on it and Sanctuary on Jewel. Okay, so you cast Sanctuary on Jewel. Sacred Flame, I need to make a save. A save. Oh, god damn it. Oof. I get to roll so many, and yet somehow... Right. <laughs> Unfortunately, the streak of you never doing anything continues, because uh, <laughs> I rolled a natural 20. Um, woof, woof. So, hey, you're a utility caster. It's okay. Yes. You don't need to do damage. I just, I just got to make sure they swallow objects before I can do damage. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. So, unfortunately, it uh, does not cast. You, you go to cast it, and it just goes wide. Okay. So yeah, and then the sanctuary on uh, Jewel. Okay. Uh, Jewel, this thing is in pursuit of you. It is. You see this coming towards you. Okay. How fast is it moving? Can I get an uh, idea of how, how quickly it can So it has up? moved... Uh, it, actually, it, is, it moves 50 feet, so it is right next to you. <laughs> okay. Oh my. Good to know, because <laughs> she is going to uh, slash at it with her claws. Okay. So if it's right up in her space, then she's oh, yeah. going to hit it with an attack. All right. So you, uh, this thing is just, it's 27 hits. This thing is just towering over you. Um, it's humongous. So you're like essentially where the skin meets the sand. Um, and you do 17 points of damage. Magical slashing. Magical slashing. So it takes the full. And then as her, uh, her fancy footwork option. She's going to slip away without reprisal. It cannot make opportunity attacks. She is going to turn, put on her uh, her feline agility, and use both her <laughs> movement and her bonus action to bamf away from this thing with super speed. And right. so <laughs> Anime she's going to be like... 110 feet away from it. Yeah. Uh, are you staying on the beach or are you hitting she's the tree staying line? staying on the beach because she wants it to follow her. And so okay. she's specifically like 
she's heading like parallel to the I... the tree line. Mm-hmm. So it's she's like trying to an... draw this thing away from the boat. <laughs> sure. So it, you guys, you essentially kick up just this puff of black sand as you just disappear into like a cloud of this uh-huh. sand and then just you in a blink of an eye you are a hundred feet away um and she, she's making noise and hollering at it sure. she's hoping that the fact that it, she just attacked it'll keep it focused on her mm-hmm. okay lavender uh what are you doing you see all this go down i feel like we need to roll something in true Wes fashion to see if he would understand that jewel's trying to lure it away Unless you explicitly mention something about it, uh, Jewel. I mean, she keeps yelling at it to get away from her boat. It, it, like, it's a pretty continuous stream of swear words and stop hurting my boat from Jewel. So. Hey, uh, how close? Lavender was on the edge of the ship, moved a little bit away from it so that it wasn't as likely to hit him. Uh, how close is it to the edge of the ship where he's at, roughly? Uh, um, I would say it's diagonally 25 feet from you. So it moved, I'd say, like, tw- okay, it, so it moved, like, 20 feet to get the jewel mm-hmm. from, like, a diagonal, yeah, from, like, a diagonal perspective. It's 25 feet from you. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm going to do a wisdoms check, and if I get above 10, uh, which is pretty easy, he's probably not going to engage directly with it, because it sounds like Jewel wants it away from the ship. Yes, help heal our people. Yeah, he right. definitely catches on. Is there any downed individuals near him? Uh, you hear the whistle on the other side of the ship from uh, Yara, and how's the how's the worm looking though? I mean, the worm looks it looks rough. Absolutely, um, looks wormy. Yeah. Looks extra wormy, but no, it, it, it's looking rough, for sure. I feel like he would just attack it, though, even with the wisdom. That's entirely up to you. You play like how you think Lavender would play. I mean, can I get a second opinion from the party here? Maybe we start using the ballista again? I think he would... I think, I, I think if he did not have the opportunity to immediately attack it, he would either chase it down yeah, that's what I yeah. feel like. Okay. But also well, remember... Lavender's he... pretty big on, like, watching out for the rest of the exactly. crew. If there's and he would know that down. people went overboard, so hearing somebody True. in distress, he'd, I think he'd to... go looking for Yara. He's he's and not he only... Osmar. Yeah. He, he's not only a, a, a monk, he's also a cleric, too. Yeah. True enough. So... Definitely want to put that into perspective. Yeah, no, that's true. Going over to the other side of the boat with his billion feet of movement, 45, taking a look over. Yeah, so he sees that um, Jewel, Yara, I don't know why I said, I was looking at Jewel's little uh, marker, but not Jewel. Uh, Yara is uh, attempting to resuscitate um, uh, Osmar, but Osmar is, like, unconscious. He's rolling death saves, as they say in the business. 
Um, but Misfar and Manim, Munim, are like on the edge of uh, the ship on the railing near you. And uh, Misfar says, "I, I think he's, I think he's dead." Not if I have anything to say about it, and he will attempt, because this is all fresh new day, a healing word. See if it can help. Okay. Uh, yeah, you... He calls out to... Yeah. Who was down, sorry? Osmar. Osmar. He calls out to Osmar and says, Osmar, you can't go down yet, bud. We told you we'd get you back to Parate. And Osmar <gasps> gasps oh to life. Um, and he... Uh, yeah sort of like looks around and, and grabs the back of his head and, and you see that there's like blood on his fingers um alright everyone is up and accounted for uh if it looks like he's up and he's okay uh there will be relief that hits Lavender's face and he looks to the other two and says get a rope uh, get him up I've gotta go back and he'll use his remaining movement to get back to the edge of the boat, which is his 45 feet. I'll say you still have 5 feet of movement left because it was 20 feet to get to one end and then another 20 feet to get back. Yeah, and uh, I think that's his bonus action for that. His action... uh, You know what he never does as a cleric, but he can do remotely? Told the dead. (laughs) Uh, so... He has cantrips. He has a cantrip. All the dead. <laughs> yeah, um, I think he'll try it. Uh, All right, big worm. Uh, so I need to make a DC... wisdom DC sixteen spell spell save. Uh, what's the sixteen? Sixteen wisdom. I yeah, fail. So he takes two d twelve. 2d12. 12? Uh-huh. Yeah. Necrotic. Necrotic damage. Go Lavender. 17 necrotic damage at this worm as oh he is gosh. both balancing death and life on either ends of the ship. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Can you just. I, I, so he is. Uh, he's like a god. He, he's, he worships Celestre, the moon yeah. goddess. So as the bell. As. Uh, the as you toll the dead, uh, you hear this uh, sort of sound of uh, sort of like wind chimey, uh, you know, uh, kind of like oh, uh, and um, yeah, this thing takes 12, 17 points of damage. Okay. Die, damn you, worm! Die. Still up, this thing. Uh, you see the necrotic energy just sort of festering and eating away at all the holes that's riddling its its scaled carapace. Um, but it is still up. It is uh, screaming out in pain uh, at, at at the damage. Um, it is now your turn, Geth. Hey. Let me just see here at higher levels. Is there anyone around it? Uh, n- not really. No. 
I'm going uh, to booked it. reach out, listening to the calling out of um, of Lavender on the ship as he was using something that we very rarely see as he calls down a uh, to his goddess Illustre, was it, right? Uh, and I'm going to slap my hands together, grab my focus for a second, and point out and just focus on a point where I feel like this worm's mind is and attempt a uh, mind whip. Oh, I gotta fix the spell. One second. Uh, how did I do that? I just go like this to edit. Yeah, make it spell card to a spell attack and then back to spell card spell or whatever. Or reverse. Spell card. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna attempt a trying this again. Tasha's mind whip. Whoop. There we go. So this is a DC 18 spell save for a second level spell here. And it's an intelligence, right? It's an intelligence. Yeah, which I assume okay. is probably pretty good for me. On the, <laughs> <laughs> it only has a minus four. <laughs> All right, actually, I don't think it. I, I roll a seven. Uh, Geth, finish him. Oh, that's <gasps> enough damage nice. too. Yeah. So I'm thinking yep. I would restrict it. And at this point, I'm just like, you've done far too much for us, you, <sighs> you beast of. I don't even know. I'm just sort of like thinking to myself, like we're on this remote island. We're trying to get to the Bacchanawa. This thing uh, is a beast that technically attacked us as we were trying to go on the on the uh, sand. So I'm just thinking, like, as much as I would have preferred just leaving you alone, we've just got to put you down now that you've done so much damage to the cub and all my friends. And that's sort of the thoughts as I am reaching out mentally with my magic to just, like, fry its brain, essentially. Yeah, this thing, uh, the necrotic necrotic energy is just, like, eating away at it. uh, And it's just, like, leaving down a trail of, like, blood and acid from its frothing mouth. Um, And as it's chasing Jewel, uh, it just sort of, like, sluggishly, like, stops and then has like a seizure for a moment and then just boom just collapses in like this poof of of black sand and that just shakes the whole ground in the ship Joel just like turns around and like waves back to the ship and like starts walking back. She, she does go over and like kick it and make sure it's like not twitching at all. Uh, as you kick it, there's the last vestiges of its moving neurons firing and its muscle twitching, but it's dead. She she does that little like cat startle jump away from it for just a second, like eyeballing it. Like nope, okay, it's dead. Good, and sh- she'll start heading back to the boat. Rosebud will probably right. meet you halfway as he's going towards the thing with probably like a shitty knife from the ship kitchen. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he would have noticed the ring fly out of the thing's mouth. So he's going to start uh, going for the belly, trying himself to get his ship back. A, uh, <laughs> fillet himself a sandworm. Yeah, we can eat it too. <laughs> everyone, I just have like. Uh, 
a bit of work that I might have to do, and it might pull me away from the rest of the game. I don't know for sure. Um, maybe we could try a break and see if I'm able to wrap it up in time. I'd say yeah. stopping here for the day would also work fine for me. I'm still a little run down. Okay. Oh, that's fair. All right. Yeah, well, we've got a good. I feel like well, this is a really good end in. spot yeah. here. Yeah. All right. As you but guys, this was a lot of fun. Pick up the pieces uh, of the of the outcome of the battle. Um, everyone is alive and counted for. A first when it comes to your NPCs. Yeah. Um, hopefully, a, a new <laughs> habit that we'll pick up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna keep adding more NPCs to see how many you can save. <laughs> I mean, you remember how we started this campaign with NPCs? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. You All just right. know you like to twist that dagger. Yep. Though mm-hmm. so, I-, I will argue that as sailors, Osmar and Yara should have higher HP because they're not you know, commoners. They are. Is- trained navy personnel that is fair because i did literally say they were part of the attacking navy mm-hmm. so all right something well, i want to put out there let you ruminate on it a little bit no you know what that is a, f- a fair argument i they should have higher hp because if you were fighting them technically they would have that stat block that gives sailors them sailors or pirates or exactly level. And like a a, a soldier footman. So yeah, we'll just say you know, um, Osmar just has a. Um, he was he just fainted. He just fainted. He was very nervous uh-huh. about the whole thing. Very startled. <laughs> he was, he, he, just, he just hit his head wrong, you know. Yeah, you know, it was just a critical, right? Critical mm-hmm. moment. Yep. Critical critical failure, I guess. Oops. Um, <laughs> yeah. Going forward, I agree. I, I think uh, Yara and Osmar should have more HP. That is a fair cool. All right, yeah, that was some solid work. Uh, the ballista sneak attacks and and the uh, um, the heat metal; those were all phenomenal tactics, you guys. Bravo! Yeah. Thank you. Good job, squad. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. We did it. We right. didn't lose anybody either. I think it was our oh, first please. like jumbo size monster. Yeah, I mean the kraken. We so. weren't exactly fighting, so yeah. That's true. This is You've... our first like jumbo jumbo. Mm. Oh. All right. Well, that was awesome. <gasps> I am gonna go pee and take care of the dog. All right. Uh, all right. Thanks for running thank this, you. Pedro. Yes, thank you. Again, I always appreciate how much effort you put into our getting our games ready for us. It's always and awesome. And how you let us cheese.